Alright, welcome back to Coalition M. I'm your host, Carson Lopez, and I have been a little scarce lately with this show. Um, if I'm being completely honest, sometimes I get a little discouraged. Like, I think nobody's listening, so I have to figure out better things to do. But, you know, then I realized that this is what I love, and then so this is what I must do. So here I am, and here are some, once again, exceptional guests joining me tonight. I've gathered them around in my studio tonight to answer some questions posed by others in regards to their personal choice to call themselves non-believers or non-religious or atheist or agnostic, what have you. Um, I'm not going to let everyone introduce themselves for this one because even though I trust that we live in a mostly safe town, I know that these topics can do strange things to people and I just want to be sure. So you might recognize these voices uh, if you know them or if you've heard them on my show before. I mean, obviously, you know who I am if you listen at all, and that is a risk that I'm just going to take. So before I um, get into the questions, let me just explain kind of uh, why they're here and what's been happening. So I posted on Coalition M Radio's Facebook asking believers and non-believers alike to comment or email me some questions that they have for atheists or non-believers. Uh, this is going to be a one-sided conversation, as there are no atheists here to participate, and that is on purpose, not because I don't like Christians or because I favor atheists because they happen to be like me on this one subject, but because I want this to be the kind of episode where there is no room for interjection just yet. So we're going to say what we think, and we're going to be open about it, and you're going to listen or not, and this is... Not where I'm going to stop. Uh, I will bring atheists and Christians in here like I have plenty of times before on this show. And we will keep talking about it. And we will keep disagreeing and keep listening to each other. Not so that we, convince, no, not so that we can convince the other one that they're wrong or evil, but just so that we can understand what it's like to share and be vulnerable with someone who may not agree with us. So the purpose of this particular episode is to open the door to dialogue. So let's hear each other out. And one last thing, and then we'll get into the questions, of course. Um, I'm going to go ahead and speak directly to the people in this room, um, fellow atheists or non-believers, non-Christians, who are here. Um, so before you, guys take a, before you guys take a deep breath and try to answer these questions, I just I want you guys to think, and I want you to think about where these questions are coming from and the people who ask them. So maybe the question is offensive or intrusive, or presumptuous, or ignorant, and I'm not, I'm not saying any of them are, but in case you find that to be the case, and you feel yourself clenching up and immediately going on the defense, I'm just asking that you spare that anger for now, and put your guns down for tonight. Look at the question differently than just the words typed out on my laptop or in a Word document. You do not have to respond right away to these, and you don't have to respond to all of them at all. Uh, that is 100% your choice. And this is your time to be honest about who you are and where you come from. So just make sure you consider that when people ask these kinds of questions. Even if you can feel that hot red dot on your forehead. And what I mean by that is, even if you feel like you're being attacked a little, please just take a deep breath before you respond. So everybody cool with that? Does everybody understand? Yeah. yeah. Yep. All right, excellent. Um, also, uh, someone sent in some question, the, some answers to these questions. Um, because that person couldn't be here with us tonight. Um, but I'm going to read those off probably at the end, um, since this person is not here to uh, talk a little bit deeper about it. So we're probably going to get to that last. 
Um, so let's start with probably one of the easiest questions <laughs> of the night. Uh, do you feel comfortable saying that you are atheist or that you're non-religious or a non-believer or a non-Christian here? Why or why not? Depends on who's asking, I guess. Like my mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, not for the most part. Yeah, I'm pretty comfortable with admitting that I'm agnostic. Okay. Who are you comfortable talking about that with? Uh, friends. Okay. Uh, strangers, mostly. Um, like people who are close to me. It's just like my like immediate family. It's safe for like my brother and my sister. Or okay. Like, like my parents. I don't know. I just... I have yet to come out, I guess. Right. For lack of a better phrase. Okay. What about for the rest of you? I'm a little bit opposite. My family is all pretty agnostic, atheist. They're non-believers, so mm. it's a pretty comfortable area with that. And it's just been in recent years that we've kind of made this switch, if you would say. So, specifically in this community, it's very, very religious, so I tend to not just not get into it if people ask me outright by all means i'll explain why i feel the way that i do and believe the way that i believe but i don't come out and say yeah i don't believe in god i'm not religious whatsoever right you don't wear it on your shirt yeah for example yeah, right run around yelling it in the street right yeah right. you're right um i would have to say that you know if someone just randomly came up to me and was like hey what do you believe in i would just flat out lie and say oh yeah i believe in god I mean, like, I'm, I'm the kind of person where I would rather just be truthful because, you know, who, what do I have to hide? But, I mean, strange enough, that's my one thing. Like, my family doesn't know that. They think that I'm, you know, right up with them, being, like, a strong believer. And um, it's only, like, my closest friends who know that, no, I'm actually atheist. Okay. Your family is, is really religious, you said? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. My family's pretty religious, too, so I don't really jump out and say it. Every once in a while, like, there are little questions at them mm -hmm. that make them, like, guess maybe that I am. But I don't really want to, you know, just drop that on them. Um, other people that I don't know, I'm, I speak a little bit more. I do say I'm atheist, although sometimes I do get the whole, whoa, I wouldn't say that I'm atheist, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, so... I'm I'm okay if I don't know the person all too well and won't be talking to them too much. <coughs> I'm a little bit in the middle of the spectrum. Um, my mother knows that I'm that I'm now atheist. Um, her and I uh, both grew up Catholic, and then we kind of didn't really we didn't once I started going to public school we didn't go to church anymore. And then um, some stuff went down with the family, and then we both returned to it together. So our experience with religion started out, like, at the same time. Um, and so I th think she's just a little more compassionate with me because she didn't really start out um, believing this intensely for so long before I was born. So we kind of both came at it at the same time. And so she knows that I'm an atheist, and um, I don't think she likes to talk about it with me, but... She will if I want her to. Um, so I think that's really nice, and I'm super lucky to, to have a, a mother like that. Uh, and, I, and I don't really talk to other family members about it, mostly because for the same reason I don't talk about that I'm gay, because it's not really their business, and, and I don't think they care. <laughs> so, so it's okay. Um, but 
with my mom, yeah, it's it's okay. I don't I don't know if she I don't think she understands truly why I'm an atheist, but I think that's okay. I think uh, I think these things take time because it is somewhat new, um, especially for her to to think of me that way. Uh, and so, but it's a it's been a process. Um, we will go on to. Does anybody not like the word atheist, first of all? Like, uh, is it kind of like the F word, feminism? Like, it's kind of uncomfortable, but kind of. you I know mean, it applies I mean, yeah. to you. It, it is uncomfortable I mean, for you? I mean, it just seems to have, like, such negative connotations right. where, yeah. you know, if someone's atheist, and that must mean that they're inherently a bad person, kind yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, you're automatically a horrible person because mm-hmm. you don't believe in God, where, you know, it's really not that way. Right. So. right. How, how do the rest of you feel about the word or, or agnostic or or atheist or what do you prefer i guess what sounds better to you um i'm pretty neutral honestly but i am fully aware that uh, atheism is such a fully loaded word right that it comes with assumptions versus while other people it's just kind of like like they they get the meaning but they don't load it with with their own emotions or thoughts really so I don't right know. but as far as i'm concerned i don't know i'm all pretty neutral towards all of it right okay I'm good with the word. You're fine with the word? Yeah, I uh, I totally understand if someone's uncomfortable with it um, because it is an aggressive word <laughs> when, you, when you think about it. Uh, but I don't feel uncomfortable saying it for some reason. Um, you would think, maybe uh, maybe it's because I'm just so new to it, I'm just, I just don't get that, that when people hear atheist, it's like, <gasps> you know, she's a witch, you know, <laughs> kind of thing. But... Uh, yeah, it can be. I just want to make sure that uh, we have some people here that difference. And even though you identify as what the word is, you don't necessarily like it. <laughs> you don't yeah. necessarily like being called it. So for those of you who don't really like the word, uh, do you prefer non-religious or um, non-believer or infidel? You know, whatever. Yeah, inf- <laughs> infidel. <laughs> I prefer infidel. <laughs> Probably, I don't know, like maybe just non-believer or non-religious, I think, sounds non-religious. a little better. Yeah. That would probably be the term I'd like, use to classify myself, too. Non-religious? Yeah, non- non-religious. Right, yeah. It has a nice ring to it. It does. <laughs> it does. <laughs> very vanilla, um, very similar. Right. <laughs> um, so this question, I kind of started just to right off the bat because I just wanted to make sure the people who did comment and did send in their questions were comfortable being real with us. Um, so this question... Uh, comes up a lot in atheist debates and with just casual conversations what if you're wrong for those of us in the room who are um, atheists not that and we'll get into what atheism the difference between atheism and anti-theism is in just a second but uh, let's say God does exist what then I know I know well but it's not necessarily just saying that you know it's just kind of like not we're not necessarily getting into the whole why don't you just pretend to believe just what if he's out there and he happens to be the Christian God what then right. I mean if that's the case then that's great I'm not the beautiful thing about being able to have beliefs in general is you can be wrong, but like yeah. it's your system, it's your beliefs. You can believe in a flying spaghetti monster, and for all we know, that's a thing. But um, that's what beliefs are. You don't really have a lot of 
hard facts to back them up. That's what makes them beliefs in the first place. So, yeah. I mean, it's possible. I'm okay. not saying it's not. So you, but you'd be okay with it. Sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I guess it depends on the circumstances I'm meeting him or her in. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm rolling up to heaven and I immediately just meet him, I'm, like, I'm, I'm thinking of like the Looney Tunes pig. Like, oh, that's <laughs> all, folks. Like, as <laughs> as <laughs> as <laughs> down to hell. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> oh, no. Nah, nah, but, um, like, um, I mean, if I'm wrong, I'd have a lot of questions for sure. Like, yeah? Yeah. Like, I would. It would uh like if it just like announced it to everybody that it, like, he was like, he was real, um, uh, then I just have a lot of questions for sure. Like I would just be, I'd be real, I'd be I'd be real excited, honestly. Really? Yeah, to just like ask like questions and just okay, like, like I I've had these questions for so long and I didn't know if I could I didn't know I could actually have them answered. Now that I can, right? I mean, that that would be cool. Right. Yeah. Cool. Hold on to those questions because think of some and then hold on to them because we're gonna uh, put a okay. pin in that though. <laughs> Um, what about what about the rest of you? What if there is a god and it is the Christian god? <coughs> um, it kind of reminds me there was like this one skit in like maybe Family Guy or something, and there was like a whole bunch of people in heaven, like huge groups of people, and they're like, "Okay, everyone," and the correct answer was Mormon. Mormon. This kind of makes me think of that, but um, I don't know. In that case, I would. I'd probably be like a little ticked off, like really. Why? Um, I don't know. It's like if there really was, then it was like, well, why wouldn't there be, like, you know, physical appearances or you know something like that or like clear evidence of it. But more so, I would just um, still try, I guess, and live my life the way I want to. You know. Okay. So, so you're ta- so you're talking more in terms of if you found out right now not after death yeah kind of because i mean even though i'm still so young now it'd be like well i mean i'm still questioning things as it is and that would just completely throw me for a loop like how would you even adjust to something like that but yeah that's a good point i feel like i'm with uriel and the part of like if i do if there is if he does exist or she or um it's I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if there is a higher being, I, I, I think I'd also have just a lot of questions for him. I think I'd be very, uh, yeah, just confused. And confused I'd about what? Just about a lot of the things um, that he's done. Again, she, it, has done. Um, so I just, I would have a lot of questions about just everything that had to do with religion. I'd want to answer all my questions because then I wouldn't get, you know, like seven or different, uh, seven, eight different answers from different religions, from different people who see the Bible as a different way. Mm. I would get, you know, the correct answer, the his answer. answer. Yeah. And deciding after that whether or not I like his answer, then I can be like, oh, you know, it was a mistake or it wasn't. Just yeah. like, <laughs> them, like, give whoever it is, like, the Bible and then a highlighter and be like, so just go ahead and mark what was right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> just ask him to do a commentary word. Right. Yeah. Can you cite your sources, please? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I have to say, I know how this is going to come off, but I would be really upset if, if, if the Christian God in particular, um, and everything, and if the Bible was right about the Christian God and, and all the things he's done and said and 
the way he's treated people yeah i would be upset i would be like are you serious like (laughs) this is what we had to look forward to and we yeah i don't know we'll get into that a little bit more too but uh i i like that i like that already with just the first three questions um there's such a difference between all of us um even though we're all kind of coming from really similar places with it um we all have different approaches so far so i want i just want people to keep that in mind and that's why i had more than just me and a couple people sitting in this room i wanted i wanted a bunch i wanted voices um and this is why so i think that's brilliant just wanted to comment that so so far um here's a good one what made you decide there wasn't a god I'm not going to give context to this one. I'm just going to let you guys take <laughs> take it away. It's a good question. I think and I think it's a where it comes from is an important thing that needs to be addressed. So I'm going to let you guys take this one. It's a deep one. Yeah. Um you know, I actually grew up going to church. Um in high school I went to youth group every Wednesday. I was baptized Lutheran. I I went to church my entire life and Um, within the past about, I don't know, eight years, my little brothers have been extremely ill, as in, um, given time limits on their life for how long they can live, and it was really hard for me and my family to understand why someone, or like a higher being, would do that to a family, not only just one kid in a family, but three, um, it just seemed like, all right, what's going on like there's people would always say oh just pray and everything will be fine but you know there's no hard fast truth behind that what am I gonna pray to a wall there's there's nothing that's gonna fix that there's nothing that's gonna save them from that and I think holding those false beliefs didn't really give me any comfort but things like science does give me comfort and knowing that actual things like facts are there backing up science and like you know forward thinking stuff like that where oh well if you just pray harder just talk to god more you mm-hmm. know everything will be fine but that's that's not really how life works right so that's how it was for me so wh- <coughs> what is it about science that gives you that comfort that you didn't find in in just the general uh, if people told you just pray it out you know what what is the difference to you that gives you more comfort science science? is ever evolving into something greater we've done massive things with science even in the past 10 years it's incredible on what we can do and what we can accomplish with it and save lives where that is actual things that can happen they they're tactile we can hold them we can see them they actually have things they've saved people but praying doesn't actually save people in my opinion i mean there's other opinions miracles do happen and i don't disagree with that but the statistics behind it science has more statistics in its favor rather than well i'm gonna pray to some invisible being rather than you know work hard to find an answer um i had found for me that it was probably like the beginning of middle school when I started to really kind of question it. I think it was a mix between, you know, um, puberty being an angsty teenager and just wanting to, um, I don't know, 
be different from what my mom wanted me to be, I guess. But um, especially like whenever we were learning in the science classes about like the Big Bang Theory and all that. And like whenever I first had learned that, that really, um, you know, kind of made me think like, how could it be like, how could the world only be like thousands of years old when, you know, there's not necessarily evidence, but like, um, like this really suggests that that could be the case that's actually like millions of years and so I started like looking into that more um and like even now I'm in a geology class like a level 100 class and um like some of the very first one of the very first chapters was talking about the age of the earth and how they could use um rock dating to determine that and how um beforehand the earth was only believed to be a couple thousands of years old by um one scholar who had written it and they ended up putting that in the bibles like as a timeline for this is how old the earth is according to this source but i mean even now like as i've learned more and all that it just really seems to make more sense that um you know this in this whole planet could not have been just created in you know one day i mean um like I don't think, like, you know, science can't prove anything, but it can have evidence that really suggests it. I mean, we have a lot of stuff for, like, evolution, so, I mean, even for, like, the creationism, like, that's really kind of out of the question for me. Okay. Well, for me, it's not so much that I decided that it wasn't a god. It's more so, like, I just don't know. And, um, but I was a baptized Catholic. I went through the motions, um... And uh, went through Catholic school for eight years, and I just um, after a while, once I got once I got out of middle school and got into high school, I just kind of started looking around, and I didn't really feel it. I, like I noticed I didn't believe as much as everybody else did, and then I I kind of started like examining my faith, and I noticed that it was it was pretty hollow, honestly. So then from there, I just decided, you know what, I'm I don't want to. Um, like keep faking it so I'm just gonna go and uh, like explore my options and so um, which is what I'm doing still now is I'm still exploring my options I haven't ruled it out completely but um, I just know that I had to step away from it for a while because uh, and like kind of like I knew if I was going to be a part of it like I would have to be legitimate you know what I mean it wouldn't have to just be like like going through the motions like I was for a while um, for me, it was more of like I started um, getting questions about God and all, um, and about my religion as well. And I just, after a while, I couldn't, I couldn't come up with any more answers. And I just started thinking to myself, like, why, why am I trying so hard to come up with answers? Why am I trying to cover him so much? Why is it that these questions bother me so much? Um, and I just kept thinking about them like you know what I actually really don't have these these answers I just kind of keep making things up and while I was making these things up I didn't even believe in myself I would just be like oh you know well that's just God and I was like well you know there must be more than you know that's just God that's just how he is he's just all powerful you know um and so that just really bothered me and I was like well (laughs) until I can find it unless someone can prove me wrong or um give me a definitive answer that I'm just like okay yeah then I don't see the point of me working so hard to live a life that I'm not comfortable living um yeah that's the reason (laughs) yeah so 
this question is so interesting because I think that it's it stems from a basic misunderstanding of atheism and a common one um, that I so I'm really I'm glad that this that this question was asked and phrased the way it was because I I really love to to talk about these things and to address the problem of the question in the first place which is that I just woke up and decided one day that there's no God. (laughs) 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 You know, I just wanted to decide, because, you know, supposedly that would make my life easier. Um, What happened with me is I was a teenager, and I tell this story a lot. Um, I was a teenager, and I was gay, and I really just didn't feel bad about it. Like, I just didn't. Uh, And I couldn't make myself feel bad about it or regret it or want to change it. And I knew that that was not going to fly. Uh, if I was going to have this relationship with this uh, alleged creator um, because of what the Bible says about being gay. Uh, You know, not just that it's wrong, but that you should be killed for it. Um, And so I, I, and I hadn't dealt with that part yet. Just the, you shouldn't do it, right? Um, And I know people like to throw in their loopholes and say, well, you can be in a relationship, just don't have sex. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to do that because I'm a human (laughs) and I need love and affection and sex, so. I'm not going to do that. Uh, so I ended up uh, realizing that I needed to make a choice between who I was and my religion. Uh, so, and I chose myself, which is a big no-no in Christianity in particular. You are not supposed to choose yourself ever, especially over God. Uh, and I did it willingly. I did it voluntarily, knowing what I was doing. And then I let it alone, and I was like, okay, well, I've made my choice. I'm not going to change, and I'm not going to ask, ask, uh, ask God to change. Or, and I'm not going to deprive myself of normal things like sex and love. So I let it go for a while. I didn't want to talk about it anymore. I, I, didn't, I didn't really enjoy church anymore after that um, because I knew I was just, I guess, never going to be able to contribute what everybody wanted me to. Um, and so then I started listening to Dogma Debate, which is hosted by David Smalley, and he is an atheist, and he brings Christians on all the time to talk about these kinds of things. Um, and he started asking questions that made me uncomfortable because they were the same questions I had been so afraid to ask. So they were things like <laughs> just the basic logic of the creation story two people populating this entire earth and I remember thinking that as a kid being like there's gotta be more to that story like I'm just positive that's not that doesn't sound right Uh, and so he would ask questions like that and so I was like you know what maybe I should go back and just make sure what he's saying is actually true like does the bible actually say that God killed all these people like that's not how I heard it I mean I heard that but I didn't hear that you know what I mean Uh, so I went back and I was like you know this doesn't make sense, and this God character did kill these people over and over and over again, and for whatever reason, I thought that was okay, and then I realized it's actually not, so I realized, you know, the Bible would say he is good, and he is all-loving, and he is all-knowing, but then he went and did things like that, and so I was like, well, this doesn't make any sense at all. It sounds like people were trying to understand the world around them and the people around them and why things happened to them 
So they created this character who was in control of all of it, who would take sides in wars, who would kill people because they weren't obeying, and who somehow deserved whatever they got from this god. And so I, I just realized it doesn't sound like anything that actually happened. It sounds like someone made it up. <laughs> and not on purpose, I don't think, but it just, I can't put any stock or hope into this. Um, and so that's, that's why I, quote unquote, decided that there's prob if, if there is, it's not this one, you know, it's not this God. Um, and now I, I see no reason to believe that there is a God because I see no reason to believe that there is anything that has to be good out there. I don't know why if there is a God, he or she or it has to be all loving and all good. Like, why? <laughs> why does that? I think that matters to people because people want to believe that there's something that loves them out there forever. I think that's a comfort. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But I don't see why it's necessary. It's not necessary for my life anyway. So I, I just don't find any stock in it. Um, so yeah, that, that's where, that's where I come from with, with, uh, basically the question of why are you, uh, an atheist? Why don't you believe in God or why don't you practice um, religion? I kind of find it interesting how you had to mention, like, um, kind of like paraphrasing here, but like not room for homosexuality in, you know, Christianity, which, um, like whenever I had first gotten into college, I tried to get back into the faith, um in all honesty, to try and impress some gal that I had liked, and, um, I mean, I had tried so hard to, you know, follow with, like, follow through with it, like, I would go to church with my parents on Sunday, I'd go to some Bible group with her, and I just remember, like, um, I had, I was always having so many questions, like, if this is so, like, if homosexuality is so wrong, then, like, why is it okay for me to still be, like, in this faith, and, um, I would remember being like, you know, I can't, I can't even ask this. I can't think this. I just need to like trust in God and everything is going to be okay. But I mean, after a while, you just kind of realize like there's a lot of backlash, like in the, um, like Christian community when it comes to homosexuality. Yeah. Well, and you know, the thing is a lot of times the answer will be, well, we're all sinners and we're all doomed and we're all, we all need to be saved from our sin and all this. And it's like, yeah, in general, but homosexuality is specifically called out. Yeah. So it's not just an everybody's wrong thing. It's like specifically you should not do this because it is wrong. Just like stealing or lying or cheating or killing, whatever. Homosexuality is on the same list as all that. And that's what bothered me. Mm-hmm. Um, because that makes no sense at all. Knowing what we know now about sexuality and about uh, relationships, it makes no sense. It sounds like some people who didn't understand sex and relationships and thought, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and thought it, that it wasn't okay. Uh, what do you guys think about that? Or, or any subject that caught your attention specifically? Doesn't have to be uh, same-sex relationships. No, I agreed with that. Um, a big one I always had was, they say incest is bad, but two people populated the entire world. <laughs> <laughs> so how does that work? How did that even come to be? But it's specifically yeah. written in the Bible that that's bad, which, I mean, yeah. it, everyone knows that's bad. But yet two people managed to populate the entire world. Mm -hmm. I mean, that there's some pretty big gaps there. That I mean, not the eight billion that are here right, right now, right. but enough. 
enough to enough, get it going. Enough to start something, yeah. And and supposedly, you know, humans lived to be thousands of years old, and then all of a sudden to 60, and then all of a sudden back to 80, and I just, oh, yeah. yeah. So, anyway, sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to, to, I'm probably going to do that a lot, actually, so I'm just going to apologize in advance for stealing answers. <laughs> sorry. Um, let's go on to... Where do you think morality comes from? That's a good one. That we could probably have a three-hour show by itself. Over. <laughs> oh, yeah. <clears throat> well, morality comes from a... Oh, sorry. Can I go ahead? Okay. Yeah. Morality comes from a different variety of different places. Um, I mean, Buddhism, Hinduism, Taoism, Confucianism. Like, mm-hmm. there's all sorts of morality systems that can be found, just historically speaking. And even in the West, too, like Aristotle and Plato. So uh, morality doesn't have to come from a higher power. It's just more so something that kind of we develop on our own. Like, for example, uh, like, let's say a caveman family hanging out. And like, me and, and like me and my brother are part of the family. And I whack my brother over the head with the club. Hey, don't do that. Why? Because I said so. Okay, there, there's a moral right there. Don't hit your brother with the club. And then it can just kind of develop from there, you know? So mm-hmm. um, I feel like morality is just kind of something that, we can, that we're capable of developing on our own yeah okay so as far as that goes you know um just to try and understand the question like um i guess like why you would learn not to steal something if that's kind of i'm getting from it yeah so you know um any religion at all not just christianity Mm -hmm. um the belief is that morality is fixed Mm -hmm. and there is a law that doesn't change about morality so if killing was wrong it was always wrong and that comes from uh, the creator, this higher being, having told you. So. Oh, okay. So. I mean, the way I would see it is the basis of it is just you learn what you don't like. Like, you learn that, you know, if someone hits you, you don't like that. So, you know, they probably won't like it if you do that back to them. Kind of where... So, I mean, like, I don't necessarily think it would come from any one particular... Um, person or place it's just something that's learned like I would think that you know as an experiment you took this group of people who knew pretty much absolutely nothing and then they would kind of develop their own sense of morality yeah okay yeah so behavioral psychologists are big in where morality comes from and it's really big in like the criminal justice system and we learn it from our older generations so our parents teach us what our morals are, or school teaches us what our morals are when we're very young. So it doesn't have to come from a god or a book. It can come from school, or it can come from your parents. So, hey, don't hit your siblings. That's a pretty easy, pretty common thing that parents tell their kids, or hey, don't bite, don't steal. Those don't necessarily come from the Bible, but those are things that you do if you're a genuinely good person I believe so it's more of a learned trait and it doesn't have to be learned from any religion so to speak um I think my morals more come from like what I see what um what it is that I do how it affects someone else so and I also think of like little kids like 
you know, when you're a baby, you don't really have morals. You cry, you whine, you know, it's, it's whatever you want. I know this makes babies sound like horrible and everything. They're they definitely are. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, they don't really know, like, oh, maybe I shouldn't, you know, cry at, like, three in the morning. My parents are probably, <laughs> you know, really tired. They're they just like, hey, corrupt. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> Come, you know, feed me, do whatever it is that I need you to do for me. And then you, like, you know, you grow up, you have your little kids, and, you know, going off of that, you know, hitting your brother, you know, um, I know whenever <laughs> me and my siblings fought, it didn't always have to be my mom coming in there and, you know, disciplining us uh, to know that it was a bad thing for me to do. You know, sometimes I would go a little far and I would hurt one of them and I'd be like, oh, yeah, sorry. I don't feel good about this. I'm <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah. I didn't mean to do that. And I just feel like it's a lot more of like, I think you just see how whatever it is that you do affects other people. Yeah, <clears throat> I think it's interesting that uh, we can all say right now that killing someone is wrong, but dot, dot, dot. And the fact that we can even say unless it's self-defense, unless, uh, unless they killed six people and they need to be put down, essentially. You know, we can say that. I think the fact that we can say that and have an actual argument about it means that there is no, there's not a set in stone version of morality and and I guess you know the response to that would likely be because we're all sinners and and we all are imperfect and don't understand it you know free will and such yeah. right uh and I understand that and that's a good point that um believers of any faith could make um but I also it also makes me wonder you know is it wrong because the creator said it's wrong or is it wrong on its own because if it's wrong on its own then it didn't come from god and if god if it's if it's only wrong because god said it's wrong then it's still arbitrary just not from us uh and so i yeah i i think morality is learned like you guys were saying i think it's definitely because it's changed we used to think it was moral to own people, <laughs> you know? <laughs> we used to think it was moral to, to it, we, at least not immoral, to beat your wife, you know? It wasn't a big deal. Um, and then we changed, and we realized, yeah, it's, it's actually not okay to, to own another person because they're people and not property. It's not okay to beat someone you are married to, or in general, I don't think it's okay to beat anybody. <laughs> <laughs> except when it's self-defense <laughs> um and you know it's not okay to kill someone because you don't agree with their politics or their gender or their sexuality whatever that's darn. changed what darn, darn. <laughs> right darn uh yeah and, and in general what you guys what, what i heard um from coming from you guys too was empathy you know yeah. it comes from i don't want to hurt somebody else because i know how that feels and i don't want to do that uh, and I think that comes from instinct. I think that comes from, I want my species to flourish. And so I'm not going to do, so I don't feel like I should do anything against that. And that allows for anomalies like sociopaths, psychopaths who do want to kill people. That, that evolution allows for that. Whereas a fixed morality law does not uh, really allow for those those caveats, you know, mm -hmm. um, because if it's supposed to be in everybody, then everybody should be the same, you know, it, everybody should come from the same place and think the same thing. And it just doesn't work out like that. Um, and 
I'm gonna get into this some of this other stuff later because a lot of this gets into. I I've already heard this kind of almost be brought up, you know, why God allows bad things to happen and why God allows evil, and well, we'll get into that. But let, let's answer a couple more questions first. Um, his question is, I think this one's easier to answer than most of them. Uh, if you don't believe in God, how do you know about him? <coughs> yeah, I'm going to start that <laughs> off right now. Uh, <laughs> you know what I al- I also know about vampires. <coughs> mm-hmm. Werewolves. <sighs> yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, that probably sounds like, a re- I probably sound like an arrogant douche uh, right now answering that question, but it is, it is a frustrating question um, because it is a simple logical fallacy that you should believe you of course you believe in it because you know about it you know that doesn't that doesn't make sense i believe that there's an idea about it I, th- I believe that other people believe there is a god i believe that because i've seen it um i know it to be true i don't believe in god you know my mom told me about him <laughs> that's how i know that's how i know that there is an idea a notion of a god um does anybody want to add to that that's pretty easy easy question yeah, i just think it's kind of hard to like not know about god you can be in like the <laughs> especially if you're in the united states it's yeah. a big deal to not know yeah and it doesn't just have to be the christian god like the, yeah you, it, no matter where you're at you're gonna know about some higher being whether that be like i don't know just you're gonna know about something and yeah. um i just feel like that's that's kind of like a fallacy because like kids don't know about god until they're told about god so if it's really like oh well you know um you gotta know about him because you uh, i mean you gotta believe in him because you know about him well what about kids do they all are they all non-believers and everything because they don't know about him like i don't know that that just kind of like that's a good point but i think that's hard to prove because i think that people will say no i knew about god since i was whatever since i could talk um, but that's also hard to prove. So, uh, yeah, I don't <laughs> yeah. But, but that leads into the question that had everybody's blood pumping, I know, when this was posted. Um, and the question is, throughout history, the vast majority have believed in a higher being of some kind. Even today, the majority of people do. Which is true. So what makes you think you're so much smarter than those, than most of the people that have ever lived on this planet? Another way to ask that would be, um, what makes you disagree with uh, everybody else? Most people. Does anybody want to take that first? Because that's kind of a loaded question. It kind of made me chuckle at first because I don't really think this has anything to do with intelligence or how smart you are. Right. Um, I think that's a fallacy in itself. Like, oh, well, everyone believes it, so you have to. Well, yeah, and it's um, not about being smart. I don't think I'm smarter than Christians. Right. I, th- yeah. I think I've been given better and different information than some Christians. Um, I don't think I'm smarter and more intelligent. Yeah, no, that's not what it's about. No. But keep keep going. Yeah, so personally, I don't... There are so many Christians that are smart, and I don't think I'm smarter than a lot of them. Some of them I am smarter than, but it's... I don't... Again, it's not a fact of intelligence or how smart you are it's that's like oh well everyone believes in slender man so um (laughs) i believe in slender man it's just it was a silly way of thinking um that well why do you have to be different than everyone else 
yeah like mm-hmm. being different is yeah bad. that's a good that's a good way of putting it yeah that is kind of what this person's asking and, and i'd like to say I, I don't the way this question was phrased i don't think this person has ever actually talked to an atheist before uh or someone who's just a non-believer in general so i or they've only watched smear videos of atheists so they've only seen those you know the big block letters watch this atheist get burned by his own question (laughs) 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 Uh, and so if you're listening i and i really hope you are and i hope you've stuck with this even i know that it it could be hard to listen to but if you are listening to this i encourage you to reach out to me in particular and we can have conversations about this and i because i want you to understand that i don't think i'm smarter than you and we don't think we're smarter than you it's not about that um but i mean interrupt uh go ahead uh anybody else who has thinks that they want to answer this question of course you don't have to but if you'd like to by all means i mean like with the uh the history of religion it's i mean there was wars fought over it. there were so many deaths from it and i mean personally for me to not believe in something that would be that has turned out to be so violent i mean that seems like a positive thing you know um i mean like i had mentioned earlier i'm not necessarily comfortable saying that just flat out saying i'm an atheist but um no i definitely wouldn't say i'm not i'm not smarter than someone who does believe if anything i would say that um you know i just have i have the ability to believe in something else or not believe in something that was so hurtful to others so you know that's kind of what i would go with it going back to the question before like if you don't believe them how do you know about them because i just genuinely find it interesting like learning about it like the bible the quran uh, i'm not sure what the what the jewish text is um i haven't even looked into it to be honest with you but like i just enjoy uh studying it and trying to learn from it you know like right. just trying to see what i can pull from it but anyway so this question um again it's like everybody's saying it's not that i'm smarter than anyone else um but it's just more so that i don't i don't feel about it the same way people do, like other people do you know like i don't i don't get the same like euphoria from like uh like thinking about like a, like a god that's all powerful all loving and all knowing that mm-hmm. loves me knows how many hairs on top of my head you know etc um so yeah i just i just don't feel it the same way like other people do like he hasn't like like touched me you know quote unquote mm-hmm. um so yeah, this is that's just it. I just don't, I just don't feel it like like uh, like she might. That's all. Yeah. <coughs> um, I don't think I'm smarter either. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not at all. Uh, I remember one of the guests that you brought in. He he was really smart, and I, you know, I'm not <laughs> close to as smart as he was. Um, but uh, you talking about Dan? Yeah, he was amazing. He was great. But um, yeah, he is. So. Yeah, I don't think I'm smarter. Um, going to what she said about, you know, there's been years and years of people believing in a higher power. Well, yes, there's been years and years of people believing in a higher power, but I'm sure in there, there are some people who didn't believe in it. And, you know, we can't just say that those people didn't exist either. Also, you know, you're, yeah, there, there was people who believed in higher beings, but, you know, they didn't all believe in the Christian God. They didn't all believe in... Um, you know, all or anything. Mm-hmm. So, what what's there to say? Like, how is it that you think that you're smarter than them? Like, mm-hmm. it's just yeah. I don't know. It's just a weird question. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. Um, 
I don't know what else to say other than people used most people used to think that slavery was okay too. Yeah, um, people would burn witches at the stake yeah. and stone so, them to death. So yeah, I, I don't know if there's any more to say on that question other than I don't think I'm smarter than most Christians even. Uh, yeah, I just think I've been given better information. Um, do you think that you? Okay. Do you think that you can do anything you want since you don't believe in God? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <definitely. laughs> oh, yeah. well, going back to the question about morality, I don't think morality comes from God. So, yeah, I uh, I definitely have morals. So I'm not going to go out and uh, mass murder people or um, <laughs> commit crimes. You know, there's still basic laws. Um, I just don't, I don't feel like I have to go to church every Sunday because I just, that's not something that I believe in. But, uh, I mean, I still have basic morals just like everyone else. I don't like to hurt people. I like to be friendly to everyone and make them feel like they're important because they are. People are important. Yeah, absolutely. So. Just before, before anyone else, I, I forgot to kind of clarify where this question was coming from. Um this person who asked this or rather said it and then I made it into a question it comes from um, thinking that people are only atheists and only decide to not believe in God because they don't want to be punished for anything they do and they don't want to they don't want to take any responsibility um, so <laughs> it assumes number one that uh, atheists are bad people and immoral and it, it assumes number two that deep down they really do believe they just out of convenience uh, pretend they don't um so yeah i just wanted to, to kind of clarify what that's even really asking and where it's coming from uh so that maybe we can address some of that as well All right. in our answers to bounce off that i personally have a very deep fear of breaking the rules. I don't break any rules. Like I, I know it. <laughs> it freaks me out to break rules. Yeah. Even, and totally. if I uh, even like skip class, I have to tell someone about it because I just feel horrible about it because that's something you're expected to do. So saying that, oh well, you just don't want to have to follow the rules. That's no, no. I have to follow the rules, and I'm just that's who I am. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm a pretty, like, good person. The first thing, <laughs> you know, I, I'm not, like, trying to brag or anything, but the first thing people usually say about, like, whenever they're like, oh, well, you know, say who these people are in three words, it's usually, she's nice, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Quiet, nice. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, I don't, I don't feel like I can just run around, you know, shoot up schools and you know do drugs yeah do drugs no i can't I, I like that scares me that kind of stuff i don't i don't yeah. do any of that kind of stuff um i don't think that this is just a loophole for me just to be you know lazy and not go to church and not want to follow um all the rules that comes with being in a religion i just i just don't agree with some of the things that they do so yeah, yeah. i don't think that makes me a bad person <laughs> yeah it's um 
like my own common my own uh, decency just kind of pulls me back from going out and just murdering a bunch of people um yeah, yeah. and you know laws and be such. a lot of work yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah it's, it's just my own decency it's the same reason why um why i go whenever i go to the bathroom i go one urinal away from the next person <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but yeah that's uh it's just it's just kind of coming like from my own and what i've learned and what i've read really <coughs> yeah um I didn't decide that I wanted to I could see how that I could see how someone would think that since I said that I didn't want to give up my gayness that that just meant I just didn't want to deal with the consequences of that um so the thing is I disagree with what is what the Bible has to say about what is immoral um so it's not a matter of I think I'm better than the rule and so I'm gonna disobey it it's I think the rule is bogus and so I'm not going to follow it because I'm not uh, I'm not that kind of person I just don't I just don't follow any rule and and go with it and I don't think most people do so um yeah it's not about I well I secretly believe in God I'm just mad at him you know that's also a lot of most of the misconception is that uh I was asked the other day, um, the preface for this question that someone asked me was, you know, most people don't come away from the faith because they don't think life is precious anymore. They don't see the value in in family and friends and people and love. They are, they, they come away from it because they feel hurt by God. And so the question was, why have you fallen away from faith? And it's kind of like, well, you've already assumed why I've fallen away from faith, haven't you? Um, I have not been hurt, and God didn't hurt me, because um, there's no God to hurt me, but, you know, I could be wrong, <laughs> I, I could be wrong that there's no God, but, um, yeah, I, I don't feel hurt, um, I didn't feel hurt at the time, um, so, yeah, I think, I think a lot of these misconceptions about why people are atheists in the first place, not that some atheists don't come from that place of, well, I feel like, God didn't like me anymore, so I stopped believing in him. You know, some people do come from that place, but not not a lot, I don't think. Um, I think some of those people really are just still believers who are having a tough time with why does God allow evil. Um, speaking of, I guess this would be a good time to kind of go into that. Uh, is that a big contender for you guys? Why, if there's a God who is called all good and all loving and all knowing why does he allow bad things to happen to people was that ever a problem for those of you who were in the faith at one point that was like probably my biggest thing okay um what was what was the answer you were given if you asked or did you ask um i had asked my pastor about it once when i was younger i might get a different answer now that i if i ask him when i'm older but it was because um he would punish non-believers that all the bad things that um oh I'm sorry I'm thinking of in terms of what happened in the bible but the bad things that happen now are because um everything that's happening it's like God is doing this like if someone gets really sick that's because um God decided that they need to work on their faith and if they're faithful enough then they will be they will get better okay 
what was anybody else given like same answer or something different or uh, for me it was just god's plan okay so like, like mm. that's it's his plan um you know in terms of like um when it came to stuff that was like out of our control like if it was mm-hmm. like someone murdered somebody else like that was just kind of chalked up to free will which all right like that, that that worked for me but then when it came down to uh like tornadoes and such like that um or just you know disease it was um that answer wasn't working for me anymore so i kind of pulled that 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 was one of the things that kind of made me pull away from it at first you just kind of start to like you know like kind of take a step back and kind of like re-examine what it was that mm-hmm. uh, like like re-examining the the whole uh, philosophy it, like entirely okay the answer that i was given was well um this is no longer like god running everything that everything that was going wrong was because of satan because we sinned at the beginning oh yeah yeah that's uh true. so that's what i got um honestly i wasn't so happy with that and i remember asking myself like well but isn't god more powerful you know can't he just stop the devil and i remember the answer to that was being as uh well but we gotta we gotta learn uh what we did was wrong we gotta learn that we can't live our life without god you know he he's the one who's supposed to be in charge of this world not us and that that even upset me even more because i was just like you know that's kind of messed up god that's kind of (laughs) mean you know i think we've learned (laughs) um and yeah there's that was the answer I got and wasn't very happy with it either. Yeah, I remember talking to my pastor about Sandy Hook right after it happened. I was like, why would God let someone do this to so many children? Like, oh, it's not like they deserved it. They were kids. And they're like, well, it's his plan. Um, they don't give people or he doesn't give people more than they can handle. All that kind of stuff. And that just... Didn't, got that a lot too, yeah. didn't mm-hmm. sit well with me. Like, well, these were a bunch of, like, kindergarten through fifth graders that got slaughtered. So, uh, it's his plan for that to happen. I don't think I can stand behind someone who thinks that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so many things to say about that uh, <laughs> problem of evil. Um, so, the whole free will thing well people have free will that's why there's evil uh there is demonstrable evidence of god interfering with free will in the bible um for instance killing people directly violates their free will i'm pretty sure um maybe if that god is real he would disagree i don't know also so this whole free will thing what it comes from in the bible is uh, that, you know, God didn't want robots to love him. He wanted us to choose, quote-unquote, to love him uh, by ourselves. And so so he cares more about our free will than our well-being is how that sounds because, well, you have free will to do whatever you want, so I'm not going to step in. Um, okay, well, then you care more about me loving you than you care about these children at Sandy Hook. Uh, that just doesn't make... <laughs> that That's not real. That's not love. Um, One narcissistic person. Right yeah, there. and all and the, the, the whole, you know, he wasn't targeting... Or if he allowed this to happen, he, allowed, he didn't allow it to happen to the children. He allowed it to happen to the parents um, so that to, to bring them whatever 
people will spin, you know, peace eventually or love or, you know, some people will say, well, if that didn't happen, then, um, you know, you wouldn't have made all these new relationships. And it's like, is that really what it took to to make this happen? So it kind of sounds like if people were to say that these children would just be pawns in, in this, in God's plan, like you were saying, in this, we're all part of this scheme, you know, of, you know, but these are people's lives, um, that are just being played with, and so I have a real emotional problem, um, with that, um, also, you know, there's also demonstrable evidence in the Bible of God intervening all the time, um, and I think people will say that he does now, of whatever religion, um, I think they will say, yeah, he does sometimes, and sometimes if he doesn't, well, it's a mystery, we don't know, um, yeah, the problem of evil will always be a problem because, for me, in a world where there is a God, it makes no sense at all. Um, moving on. Do you think the universe came from nothing? This was one of the questions that was not asked, but it was just kind of spoken, and then I made it into a question again. What do you guys think? This is, this is a hard one. This is a harder one to answer. Um, I mean, I can't personally tell you where the universe came from, um, but I mean, the question that I would have in return, and this isn't me being like mean or anything, I'm, it's just a question that I have in return is, well, where did God come from? If your idea of everything has to be made from someone, where did God come from? Um, and then, you know, I get a lot of the, well, he was, he's just here, you know, he, he's the first thing ever, and I was like, well, for there to be the first, they had to be like nothing at first then. Um, so, you know, I, I, I can't tell you where the universe came from. I'm guessing, you know, science, there's a reason that I'm, I'm a graphic art major and not a scientist. Yeah. Not an astronomer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I personally like the Big Bang Theory. It has the most logical sense on the timelines and the rocks that are currently here on Earth and how fossil records show and that one has the most concrete evidence for me and bouncing off of the last statement like okay um, not everything was made in a couple thousand years I that it's just crazy so um, I don't know where it came before that I wasn't there so um, <laughs> Big Bang Theory okay <coughs> So no, not from nothing. No. Okay. <laughs> um, I just don't know, honestly. Yeah. Because because even in the Big Bang theory, there's a question of what started the spark or the explosion, right? Mm -hmm. um, which that leaves room for you know a higher a higher being to just kind of you know like like the fireworks. But anyways, yeah, I I just flat out don't know, and I'm not even gonna pretend to know that. Yeah. So. And see what I've kind of come to lately with that is um, you know some people are like well. Like, okay, like, I'll agree that the Big Bang happened, but, like, how did that start? Mm -hmm. And that's when some people are like, okay, well, you know, maybe there's there's room for this, but maybe God caused it to happen. Whereas... It's called God of the Gaps fallacy. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas, um, um, I'm not sure if it's, like, a law of physics or it's some kind of scientific law that energy cannot be created or destroyed. Mm -hmm. So this all couldn't have happened from nothing. I mean, there were... Um, over like the 
infinitely it's like the infinite expanse of our universe there's so much energy and then after so many millions of billions of just infinite time then like all that energy has to convene at one point and then you know science happens yeah that's a good point um do i think the universe came so first of all when people like us say nothing and astronomers say nothing it is absolutely not the same thing so usually when i read stuff like this it doesn't start with the word nothing it starts with there was gravity and there was light and the two drew near each other and then you know all the steps that i really can't follow because my brain is just not at that level um no i don't think the universe came from literally nothing um but i don't think that my lack of explanation is evidence for god so uh, what the god of the gaps fallacy is that i kind of mentioned slightly is uh whatever you can't explain is god uh so they used to not be able to explain why the seasons changed it was god and now we know why the seasons changed so god has to move I like that there's a word for it the god oh yeah mm-hmm. um <laughs> and so yeah just just because i personally don't can't tell you or even if scientists can't tell us yet exactly what happened because we weren't there um that's not proof of anything you know just you know that's not if if i were to say that'd be like if i if i were to do the same thing if i were to say well science doesn't know yet um so it must be god i don't don't know how i was going to phrase that but basically just the well we don't know so this is where god fits in but then those gaps keep getting smaller and smaller Mm -hmm. um because we are discovering more and we will keep discovering more um but there will always be something we don't know, and, and that's frightening and uncomfortable for me, at least. Not for everybody, but yeah, there's always going to be a little mystery, and unfortunately, that's not doesn't make it appropriate to just insert whatever you want that makes you comfortable. So I don't know either. I don't know what happened. I wouldn't know. Um, I want to. That'd be great. But no, I don't think the universe came from nothing. Uh, is there any meaning to life if there is no God? I think so. Um, I get this question a lot, like, well, and, you know, what's, wh- why are you still living? Like, why is it that you're, like, what's your ultimate goal and everything? It's like, well, you know, I like being alive. I want, I want to, I want to be a good person or anything. Like, I don't think that I have to work up to someone else's standards for me to be able to feel like I accomplished something in my life. Um, yeah. Is there any meaning to life if there is no God? Yeah, uh, people. Yeah. People are pretty great. Um, yeah. Sometimes. Dogs. Sometimes. Sometimes, Sometimes though. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> Not always. Yeah. But people are social creatures, so we reach out for those social connections and social interactions, whether that's with family members or friends or loved ones. That's that's the meaning of life is having those connections and just being alive and doing things with your life whatever drives you your passions your goals your you know what you want out of life i don't think it has to be defined by god i don't why does 
it have to be well god wants me here so therefore i have to be here. i have to be here and i yeah. have to do this yeah. why can't i want to be here and this is what i want out of my life right why isn't that enough yeah that to me the well i'm here so because god put me here so i can't do anything about it that to me is no purpose there's so many things to do on <laughs> earth pick one and you'll have your hands full and, and go ahead sorry. i feel like it kind of limits you as well because like when i was growing up what i was always told was well you know you need, you need to be a missionary work you know you got to serve god all your life and everything well if that was true i wouldn't be in college i wouldn't be doing what i love now i wouldn't be able to uh you know do my designs and you know feel good about it i feel like it kind of limits you sometimes a common thing was oh god has a plan for you so when yeah. i was in high school i was like waiting for that plan i remember like, going <laughs> home from school like well what am i supposed to it? do yeah. i'm waiting for these like plans to show up and i just never found them and yeah. after i changed my belief system like i found what i was supposed to do and i love what i do and it didn't come from god's plans i mean maybe it did who knows but i don't think it did so. well i mean look i think that people find purpose in religion I think that people find purpose in their faith in God, and I think that's fine. But to say that there's nothing else outside of that, leave your house. Look mm -hmm. someone in the eye and have a conversation with them. There you go. There's purpose right there. As far as purpose goes, I mean, <clears throat> cookies are amazing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, cat videos are pretty good. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like um, per, I, I, I tend to take the uh, existentialist view. Purpose is just what you make it. it Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it can be anything. And if that's God, cool. Like, right. I'm glad that you that you found your purpose. That just doesn't really fit me. So I'm just kind of kind of find find my way, I guess. Right. <clears throat> right. Um, on onto that whole, you know, God's got a plan for you, and you just have to kind of wait for it to pan out. I think there's real empowerment when you decide, no, I'm going to take it in my hands. Even when I was a Christian and when I was a believer, I had had enough of that. <laughs> like I, was, I had decided to tell myself instead, well, you know, God's given you the power. Um, because to me, it just makes no sense to wait on something like that your whole life, just waiting for someone else to put it in your lap. Just... And there's real purpose just in that alone, you know, just finding out who you are and what you want to do. Um, there's your purpose right there. And so this is a great question, and I love it. Um, and so if I, if I sound angry, I'm definitely not. Um, this, is n this is not anger. This is passion um, because I love this question of is there meaning to life unless uh, if you don't believe in God? Absolutely 100%. And everyone sitting in this room is proof of that. It's kind of a natural question. Oh, yeah. <coughs> yeah. Um, here's one. Uh, surely you want hope of an afterlife? Wouldn't you like some hope after death? I almost find it more... Um, I mean, I feel like death to anyone is scary. Whether you're like the like a super believer and you know exactly what's going to happen to you when you die, it's still like there has to be t a degree of uncertainty in... I mean, honestly, what I believe is kind of like the whole, um, what I mentioned earlier, that energy can't be created or destroyed. So, um, 
what I would say I believe is when you die, then that's it. There's no more pain. There's no recollection on your previous life. There's no um, even like reincarnation to another form, but the energy that you in, that you were, like the energy it took to, you know, keep your cells going, to make you move, to allow you to breathe, those are still going to be there when you're gone, but... I mean, not even, like, in the form of a ghost they're going to be there, but they're going to be there in the form of um, energy for another um, being to use. So I guess to kind of, um, in short, like, you know, I don't believe in a heaven or hell. I don't believe that there's really anything, but I guess in my own weird way, I kind of find that comforting. I guess it kind of just makes your life like more precious like the one they got right now like i'm gonna make the most out of it because i won't have a second chance like mm-hmm. um you know if i want to travel i'm gonna travel i'm gonna do what i can to make my life worthwhile and everything and i i, I do get what this question is coming from because uh when i was first you know struggling on whether or not i was going going to believe or not that was one of the things that kept bothering me i was just like well you know if i don't if i don't believe like there's gonna be an after there's not going to be an afterlife for me. And if I believe that, then, then it'll be good. You know, there'll be something left for me afterwards. Um, but believing would also mean I would have to change the way that I am, change the way that I wanted to be and everything. And I just feel like, you know, not believing in that and not having to worry about that and just making my life what it, uh, the most it can be makes it better. Yeah. That, that was one of the things too, that like whenever I first started questioning, uh, when I first started questioning whether or not I, uh, like, uh, like I, I was still a believer, I'd look at, uh, like, heaven and hell, and be like, because my mom had a poster of, like, heaven versus hell. Uh, yeah, it, <laughs> That's it was metal. <laughs> pleasant. It was, it was, pleasant uh, childhood. And it was, like, in our hallway, so I would look at it every day on my way to my room. Just a friendly reminder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would just look at it, and I'd be like, oh. mm. Like, 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 considering whether or not I want to be alone, we were like, mm, mm-hmm. I'm good. <laughs> wow. Uh, but, uh, they did not play games at your house. <laughs> uh, this still, is life or death. Yeah, still don't. Um, nah, but uh, would an afterlife be cool? I mean, I don't know. Hanging out somewhere forever. I can't even begin to grasp that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, damn, what if I get bored? Anyways. Uh, but she'll be happy. And perfect. Right, yeah, yeah. Again, course. even though that didn't turn out so well the first time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> How happy can you be when you don't have everything, everyone you well, want? Well, because you're there. supposedly with God. Yeah. And that he is supposedly... Happiness. The whole in all of us that is allegedly there. Yeah, heaven's supposed to be like the paradise, everything you ever wanted. Yeah, uh, which is funny because that's different for everybody. <laughs> Everybody's paradise <laughs> yeah. is completely different. Right, so that's yeah. funny. Yeah. Paradise is always through me through a loop because I'm just like, my yeah. dad isn't really much of a believer, although he doesn't right. want to say he's atheist. Mm. Right. So I'm just like, I don't think I'd ever be happy anywhere that didn't have my dad there. Yeah. So. Um, oh, go ahead. Nope. Are you done? Okay. Uh, I, I just wanted to add real quick that. Um, uh, like the, the, you know, afterlife scares me, and um, I'm, I'm pretty set on the answer that there's probably nothing after this, but just kind of, like, just for the hell of it, um, no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I really like the concept of reincarnation. Mm-hmm. It just kind of gives me peace of mind, I guess. Cool. Um, but yeah. why does it scare you? The death. 
Yeah. Um, just because you can't like picture it. Yeah. Or again, another concept I can't really get a grasp is just nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just um, which I mean, the people have equated it to just like sleeping, um, mm -hmm. you know, without waking up, which again, a concept that <laughs> I can't really grasp. But yeah, it's um, yeah, it's just something that it's like. Like, if I think about it too much, I'll just start to, like, freak myself out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Death is 100% terrifying <coughs> to me. Yeah. Um, always was. <laughs> Even as a Christian, always was terrifying, so that hasn't changed. Um, the thing is, for me, it's like, you know, some things aren't worth paradise. So I, I, I don't want... If I were Christian, this and this happened, I did not want to go to paradise and leave my friends who didn't believe behind that's not worth it to me also uh the 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 person who could have stopped whatever happened to you or whatever happened to your friend or you know these parents of the this those poor children <laughs> in sandy hook get to die and go to heaven and then worship at the feet of the guy who didn't stop that mm. good point mm-hmm and I'm not okay with that. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want that. I don't want to worship that uh, person. So that's not worth it to me. Um, and that's heavy. I understand that that's going to be hard for those who are still listening to hear. Uh, but it's, the, it's how I feel. I don't want to worship something like that. So, uh, if there was a paradise like that I would voluntarily not choose it <laughs> at least right now um doesn't sound good to me if there's like an afterlife in general like the whole reincarnation thing that mm -hmm. would be cool if I could like know that it was happening that would be great right yeah because <laughs> the whole the, the whole theory goes is that you're not supposed you're to not know you're not supposed to so know like, yeah okay. so it's like well that's too bad I'd love to be a lion yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I also would be a lion and not know oh that's cool I'm a lion oh, I would wow. just be a lion uh, <laughs> this mane is ridiculous. This mane is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, any 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 last thoughts on on after death, after life, and um, hope after death? Sure, I'd like some hope. Yeah, who wouldn't? Honestly. But that mm -hmm. bears no. That that has no bearing on what's true, whether or not I hope it's there. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, the pastor of my church one time said doesn't matter if you believe in hell it's there or not it's there whether you believe it or not and all i was thinking as a christian i was sitting there in the crowd thinking well just because you believe it's there doesn't mean it is <laughs> so mm -hmm. uh goes both ways um yeah um we'll go on to the to this next question we're almost done um how do you explain mysterious things happening like miracles we kind of got into this go ahead ghosts <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I, I i just this goes back to like just because you can't explain it does not that's not evidence for anything the fact that you don't have an explanation it ends there you don't have an explanation mm -hmm. what mystical things was this individual speaking i don't like, know did they, they have no example? they didn't well it's just you know the second question was like can you explain everything that's happened in your life <laughs> Like, no, no. <laughs> that, that, that doesn't mean that I get to just come up with an explanation. You know, I can, if I want to make myself feel better, but then I'm not going to hold somebody else to that same belief and say, you have to believe that this is what happened. I don't want you know? this to sound like bashing, but I sometimes feel like people use God as a catch all. Like, well, it just makes people feel better to have 
there be an answer rather than just like yeah, well it's people. unknown it's some unknown. people yeah not There's all of them no i don't think but some of them some of them sometimes um yeah we we could we touched on that a little bit like the miracles uh miracles happen or things we just don't know you know people people dying and then coming back to life uh five seconds later like their heart stops and then it goes comes back um i don't know <laughs> i don't know but that's that's that gap right there yeah. is, is not evidence for anything it's evidence for we don't know <laughs> okay um but it's still a good question it's still like I, I know that that bothers people and it bothers me that we can't explain everything. Um, and so it, it comes from a good place, I think. But it just gets me a little frustrated, a little a little amped up when, when that is used as as a weapon. I don't know. Um, here's the last question and then we can just talk if you want or I can let you go, whatever. Uh, do you feel like atheism is starting to become less taboo than it used to be if not do you feel do you feel that it should be normalized I that's, that's a good question go, go. um i don't i don't think it's less taboo but that, that's just because i don't know i mean i wasn't there before i was an atheist so, like i didn't really know too much about atheism until you know i started questioning and i was just like oh that's what an atheist is they don't believe what in god and everything uh, i just you know, I think it's it's going back to like why it is that none of us who don't have parents who are atheists don't want to really come out to our parents and tell them. I think it is still kind of a taboo thing. Like you don't want to tell them because immediately you get all these uh, negative reactions of like, oh, you, you're j- you just don't want to believe in God. You're this horrible person, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, don't know, I feel like it is still a little a little touchy subject. I think that's why it's also like the A word or the F word, you know. Mm-hmm. I think it depends on where you live. Um, I'm from Denver originally, so I, after going home for summers and talking about it more freely there, there's not as much backlash as if I said it somewhere here or in other southern states in the quote-unquote Bible Belt. It's much more open, and I don't know if that's just because it Denver or Colorado in general happens to be more of a liberal state or it's more urbanized so there's more people similar to myself so bigger people more people are going to be like me but I think it's still pretty taboo across the board but I think it should be normalized there's it's like coming out of the closet almost Um, there's a lot more people who don't believe in it nowadays they're just scared to say because of the backlash that they would feel yeah i'd say definitely depends on where you live or like family Um, like there's a lot of factors depending on whether or not it's it's taboo to you and the people around you but i'd say overall it's becoming less taboo versus because you know there was a time where if you were atheist or just an unbeliever you were you were executed on site like like no no question about it so like it, that's a lot less common than it was that's a lot less common today than it was back then so i would say it's definitely becoming less taboo but it's still taboo for sure yeah i mean it'd be nice if you know everyone could get along and sing or hold hands and sing kumbaya but <laughs> i mean there were so many like wars fought just over christianity so um I mean, I would like it if 
you know, I'd feel more, even more comfortable just saying I'm an atheist, but, um, I mean, even recently we're seeing a lot more acceptance with, uh, like the homosexual, the homosexual community and all that, so, you know, I, I do feel like there's hope that it could be, you know, less of a taboo thing, but, like, at this moment in our history, it seems like it's still going to be behind the times a little bit. Yeah, I can see that it's still definitely controversial, and I can definitely, I can definitely see um, people who listen to this getting upset over things that, especially I've said, um, and I do think it should be normalized, but I think it is being normalized, um, and I think that's great, and I think that the more we, people like us, come together and, and say our piece and let it be heard and let people listen to us, the better it'll get. Um, so that normalized in the sense that we're not being ostracized for it, you know? Um, so yeah, I I think it is uh, not really taboo, just controversial, I would say. I think people want to talk about it, but it gets blood pumping for sure. Um, last thing I'm going to do is read off some of those responses that my friend sent me, um, to the questions Um, I'm just going to read those off real quick and then we'll get to last comments and last little disclaimers and then I'll let you guys go to bed. Um, To the first question, what if you're wrong and there is a God? The answer to this was, if there is a God that is omniscient and omnibenevolent, that's a hard word, then he would be fully aware of your human limitations and circumstances and as a result would be understanding in your inability to become aware of his existence. Um, Second question, if you don't believe in God, how do you know about him? In order to not believe in God, don't you have to simply, don't you have to know about God not to believe? Which is kind of how that question was phrased at first. Um, The answer was through word of mouth and history. Just because you know about a concept or belief does not mean that you yourself must believe it or that it must necessarily exist. Take, for example, unicorns or fairies. You know that, that you know what they are. You could probably describe or define them if asked. Does that mean that they exist? Certainly not. Or even pagan gods from other religions. You may know about the existence of Hindu gods Ganesha and Krishna, but if you are a Christian, you may not believe in their existence. And your knowledge of who they are does not in any way necessitate their existence. Question, so where do you think morality comes from? Answer, it is important to first address whether morality is objective or not. In other words, are they a set of are there a set of moral rules that are objectively right and wrong? Is it always wrong to lie or steal? When people disagree on a moral issue, can you be sure that one person is right and the other wrong? If there is some gray area and morality is subjective, then it would seem that morality is created through societal norms and human reasoning. If the question is, do you need a God in order to be a moral person, then the question is obvious the answer is obviously no. Um, there are plenty of atheists that lead compassionate and ethical lives. Question, what made you decide that there wasn't a God? Answer, as an agnostic, I have not yet decided there isn't a God. I do think, however, that there is no way to know whether or not there is a God. And I tend to think that if there is a God, that God would not fit the traditional Christian ideal. The most popular atheist argument is the problem of evil. The problem of hell is another take on the problem of evil. I suggest reading into it using reputable sources. Uh, why do you disagree with the majority of the people who've ever lived on this planet? Answer, it's a logical fallacy. 
um, or an invalid argument to assume that simply because a lot of people believe something, which is an appeal to the masses, or that because people have believed something for a long time, which is an appeal to tradition, that belief is necessarily valid. Consider, for example, slavery. For a long time, many people thought of slavery as morally acceptable. We know now that it is not. Obviously, belief in God is not harmful in the same way, but believing in God because of the aforementioned fallacies is not a good reason to believe in him. Question, do you like the term atheist, or do you prefer if people just saw it as non-religious? Uh, answer, atheist and non-religious are not the same thing. You can believe in God, but not believe in organized religion. An atheist does not believe in the existence of a God. Question, do you think that you can do anything you want since you don't believe in God? Answer, this question seems to imply that the only reason to be a good person and hold yourself to a moral standard is to avoid punishment in the afterlife and please a God. I think this is a very bleak outlook on humanity. Personally, I think it means more when you are a good person just for the sake of being a good person. I desire to be empathetic and generous, not for religious reasons, but out of my own motivation. Question, do you think the universe came from nothing? Answer, since everything comes from something which came before it, there had to have been something which first existed and always has always existed. Some people think this first existence was God. It could also just be the universe itself. I do not pretend to know. Question, is there any meaning to life if there is no God? Answer, it depends on what you mean by meaning to life. In one sense, the meaning of life might merely be reproduction or furthering the human race. I tend to think the meaning of life is to figure out how you can be your best, use your best character traits and talents to serve and improve the world. This does not require a God. Question, surely you want hope of an afterlife. Um, answer, I actually do not have an interest in an afterlife. That is, if the afterlife is one that is eternal. The idea of infini infinity is unappealing to me. If I was alive for a literal eternity, I would eventually run out of things to do and the things that once gave me joy would eventually bore me. I would experience everything there is to experience until there is no longer anything new and enjoyable. At some point, I would, like, I would like to no longer exist. If, as I suspect, when we die there is no afterlife, then the moment we die, our consciousness no longer exists. There would be no me to know I was dead and therefore no pain. Question, and these are the last couple questions. How do you explain series of happenings or miracles? Answer, simply because an incident cannot be explained, or at least not without our current knowledge and technology, does not mean you must craft an explanation for it without good reason. There is nothing wrong with leaving things unexplained until we have empirical evidence for our explanation. I also think cognitive bias plays a large role in our understanding of events, which often leads us astray from choosing our beliefs wisely. Cognitive bias is a mistake and reasoning that comes from our tendency to lean toward previously held beliefs and subjective experiences. Last question, do you feel comfortable saying you are atheist? Why or why not? Answer, I would never go out of my way to convince a Christian that he or she is wrong unless the topic is explicitly brought up as it is now. However, Christians will go out of their way to convert me. And I understand that they mean well, but it can be draining. I also do not feel accepted by my family who is very Catholic. I think in general, in the rural Midwest, it is more uncomfortable to be atheist because it is the minority. In large metropolitan areas, it is more common. Very, I thought those were very excellent answers. Um, one last thing, um, I'd like to differentiate atheism from anti-theism. Um, 
I don't know if you guys are familiar with this, but people will say that atheism is the belief that there is no God, that God does not exist. And that is not technically what it is. The atheism means it's lack of belief. So it's not the argument that there is no God. It is simply the assertion that the person who's calling themselves atheist does not believe in God. That's all it's saying. Anti-theism is believing there is no God. Um, I can be anti-theistic at some points in my life. Sometimes I feel that way. Sometimes I'm like, you know, I really don't know. But I'm not going to... The default belief, I would like to hope, is atheism. Because if you don't know, um, you should not be for or against it. But sometimes I'm against it without knowing why. Um, so that's the difference between atheism and anti-theism. Just because someone says they're atheist does not mean they assert there is no God. It means they do not believe um, that there is one, uh, which means that their minds can be changed. Um, which means that they can be brought evidence, and depending on that evidence, could become theistic or anti-theistic or whatever. So atheism is is not a. It's not saying there is no God. It's saying I don't, I lack, the belief in one. So just so that's clear to everybody who's listening, and to anybody who who thought that atheists automatically right off the bat say there is no god it's actually just i don't believe in one um any any other comments um anything you guys want to talk about or bring up that you thought about or what were those questions that you had that you would like to ask if you met god um well one of the first good ones would be like to give him for um for him to break down the bible the quran the jewish sex and then like kind of like oh, what do you think about this what do you think about this um, and then just ask him in general, like, what do you think about Hinduism, Buddhism, Taoism, like, like the like the other types of philosophies. And then you know, I'd ask him to clarify like the problem of evil, like hell, like like what happened to Satan, yada yada. Like I'd get through like all of the like deep philosophical stuff first, just to make way for kind of like the like the dumb puzzles, like oh, like if you're all powerful, can you make a, a boulder that's too heavy for you to lift? Um, or uh, like if you're like, are you inside time or outside of time? Just, like, all, like, the technical stuff. I I don't know. I could just go on and on about, like, all the questions I would ask. Like yeah, all definitely. The, those are good. Those, yeah, yeah, those are good questions. All the, like, all the paradoxes that, that, that come with the concept of a being that's, like, all-powerful, all-knowing, and all-loving. Like, just stuff like that. I would just mm -hmm. ask, like, forever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I uh, At the end of the Apple Pie Apologist show... Someone brought up a great question. She said she wanted to ask about all the murder mysteries. She wanted to know who did them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow, that is an amazing question. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I would also like to know <laughs> before I'm booted into eternal torture. <laughs> I would also like to know who did all that. <laughs> yeah. What about the rest of you? What, what other comments or, or questions or clarifications do you have? guess mainly it's i don't um common misconception is that atheists like go out of their way to try to convince christians that oh there is no god so don't believe in it and my viewpoint is the right viewpoint that's personally that's not my goal um you believe what you believe and i believe what i believe 
and I will never try to convince you otherwise because that's your belief system and that's up to you and whatever you that's that's yours mm-hmm. and this is mine so I just would appreciate it if they'd stop like wow you don't believe in anything you have to and then try to change our minds let me pick on atheists a little bit now mm-hmm. um because I <laughs> maybe I should have done this at the very beginning um so I've seen atheists do that um I've seen atheists jump in people's faces and tell them that they are stupid for believing in God. I've seen them, I've seen atheists share Christian smear videos with the big block letters, Christian gets mauled by atheist, whatever. Those are ridiculous people. Um, they infuriate me and I can't stand them personally. Um, I think, I think usually they come from a place of hurt and frustration with the people who are Christians and not necessarily the concept of religion because my only problem lies in the concept of this God and this religion, not in the people who hold them, you know? So, uh, I don't think it's okay for an atheist to push their non-belief onto a Christian or onto a Muslim or onto a Hindu or, or a Buddhist or a Catholic. I just, it just defeats the purpose and it makes it harder for the rest of us who are reasonable people who can hold a conversation because everyone wants to stigmatize the rest of us. Um, and I think they do us a great disservice for acting that way. Um, so yeah, that, that, that would be my biggest grievance with other atheists is how they handle and behave around other Christians, how they handle themselves around other Christians. So what what else? Um, kind of a little comment I have. Um, just the other day, I had watched this one documentary, and it was called um, L Word Mississippi Hate the Sin. And it's about these um, group of lesbians in Mississippi, so right in the Bible Belt. And right at the buckle of the Bible Belt. Yeah. Right there. Um, so, you know they're facing lots of oppression because they're lesbians like in these small town settings with these very um like very christian um environment and you know some of them they're just fine with it and they're like oh yeah you know this is just the way i am and everything's good and i don't need people to um like i don't care what the church says i don't care what anyone else says this is who i am but then there were some of them who were um they, they pretty much just hated themselves because they were like that. They were saying, like, I'm, like, kind of paraphrasing here, but, like, you know, I'm lesbian. I can't change anything about it. Only God can. And there was um, one part of the documentary where this, um, these two gals, they got, um, I guess, kind of married. It wasn't a legal marriage. It was, like, the ceremony. But one of the gals she was she was so happy with her wife and the other one every night she would pray so hard that um that god would fix her because she knew something was wrong with her and she had said that you know if i just wake up one day and i'm straight as an arrow like i'm gonna be so happy while her poor partner was so distraught over that and there was another one where this gal or um she had came out as a trans guy and he was trying to 
um, you know, work through the church and all that, and he really wanted to be changed. His family was trying to have him wear more feminine clothes and all of this, and I mean, the people who were um, trying to work through the church to make themselves change who they were for their religion, they were just miserable. And, you know, it just kind of made me think that, you know, why can't you just be happy with who you are? Why do you have to do just because that's what the majority says? Why, you know, like, just, like, make yourself miserable like that? Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I watched, actually, I couldn't watch that whole documentary because it was, was hard. it was too painful. What a miserable way to live. And... Christians who are straight and think that that's how we should live if we're gay just don't understand why that's miserable. They, well, just, you know, be in a relationship but don't have sex. You know, just just ignore that part of you that we get to enjoy because we are straight. I don't know. It's like, I wonder if they even realize, like, well, could you do that in your own marriage? Yeah, could absolutely you not. A no. completely sexless marriage? Yeah. No, they couldn't. And, um, I mean, you know, I was talking to this one guy. He was helping me um, go through a breakup with my first, like, real girlfriend. And he he said, you know, I, I don't know how, how what a big deal it is if you're coming out to your parents. And I was like, it's a really big deal, actually. And the fact that he couldn't even understand that little about what it's like was so eye-opening because it's like of course you think that we should just hide it and that we should just ignore that part of ourselves and that we should just accept that it's sin and we shouldn't do it you know of course that's not something they're gonna get um and not all of the christians think that not all christians think that we should do that um i know that for a fact um that not all of them are like that but the ones who are i don't know how i don't know what else to say other than no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> For that reason right there, because it is so painful and so unnaturally just miserable to go through something like that. And that's really sad that those women do that and put themselves through that because of this belief system. Um, but yeah, what else? What else, what else? Nothing, we're good. <laughs> Well, um, I will be the first to admit that I definitely picked on Christians tonight. Uh, definitely picked on the Christian God, and that is because that is the most familiar to me. Um, I don't know anything about uh, Islam. I don't know anything about Hinduism or anything. I read like a Wiccan book when, last year, and that was cool. Uh, but actually, a couple of years ago, I read that Wicca book, and it was cool up until I got to the point where I had to worship gods I didn't believe in, and then it wasn't okay anymore. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, I I'm sure that I've that I have failed in some way. I'm sure that I was super emotional and lost lost it a little bit. And I'm sorry if that uh, if that pushed people away from listening more, but. I gotta say I warned I warned you <laughs> like, uh, I actually I actually told everybody else to keep it chill and then I completely lost my chill so uh, not proud of that but I meant every word that I said um, so any last uh, comments or anything you guys want 
people who are listening to know um, before I let you go, before we sign off? Um, if I had anything to say, it would be that, um, you know, just, I mean, I'm personally not very um, knowing of other religions. I mean, I would like to learn more about Christianity, about um, Islam, Hinduism, like any of the other religions that were mentioned here tonight and any of the other ones, because I think it's important to know about what other, like what goes on in this world, what other people believe in, like kind of like what makes them tick, but kind of like it needs to be the same way. Um, you know, if you're like a very devout Christian, um, you can't just assume, you know, atheist is bad, just like how I can't assume that Christian means you're going to try and push that upon me, like, and try to oppress that. You know, it kind of has to be, like, for any of this to work, there kind of needs to be a give and take. I absolutely agree. Yeah. Yeah, I would just agree to that. It's, um, like, regardless of your faith or your uh, philosophy on life, you should definitely, like, look into other ones, too, just to mm -hmm. get a feel for, um, uh, not just what else is out there, but just kind of how other people view the world and to see if there's anything interesting or, um, yeah, just, just kind of just to learn about what, how other people see things, I guess. Yeah, I think, I, like I said, I think that religion can, can be very fruitful in a good way. I think it brings people together into a community and it helps people take care of each other and want to take care of each other. And I think that is amazing. Um, my family is a part of a, an amazing church community and they take care of each other and their friends and their family and it's great and I would never want to destroy that um, so I think these conversations are what we need and I will, ha I will have Christians in here don't worry um, to talk to me about this and to argue with me a little bit and that's, what, and that's one of the best parts you know, is that I can get a panel of agnostics and atheists and sit with me. And then I can get a panel of Christians to sit here with me and do the same thing. And I will do that. And I love doing that. So, um, well, I really appreciate you if you, if you stuck around and are a Christian for the whole of this. It's been really nice and really cathartic for me, at least. Um, and I hope for, for everybody else here. Uh, thank you for listening and for being patient and for hearing us out because this is something a lot of us don't get to do on a regular basis. Um, and so we appreciate it and we appreciate you sticking with us. Uh, so thank you and good night. This is Coalition M signing off.